It is a lovely Saturday morning, 7.46 now, 56 degrees, and it's time for our weekly wine chat with Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Morning, Steve. Beautiful day ahead of us today. Oh, yeah, beautiful. So I thought I'd talk about that. You know, maybe it's the time to get out and dust off the barbecue or plan a barbecue. Uh, you know, more and more people are cooking at home, and it's a great opportunity to pair wine with foods. And I get a lot of questions about pairing wine and foods. It's really kind of simple. If you're having light food, you have a lighter wine. If you have heavy food, you have a heavy or wine. Uh, one of the main things to do is follow the principal spice. In other words, if you're cooking Shrimp scampi, the principal spice in that is usually garlic. So you, you want to pair some uh, wine with it that will pair well with garlic. And then it's how it's prepared. You would serve a totally different wine with chicken in a cream sauce than you would with cocavan, which is chicken cooked in wine, red wine. So how it's prepared is also very, very important. Don't forget, when you're pairing food and wine, that sparkling wines are always undervalued. They go pretty well with almost everything. And today, with the way that they're manufactured, uh, sparkling wines are really a very good value. For under $20, you can get some world-class sparkling wines that really pair so well. And sparkling wine goes so well with salty foods. If you don't believe me, try and take a potato chip and then have a little sip of champagne or your favorite sparkling wine. After you've had the potato chips, you'll see exactly what I mean. The marriage is made in heaven. So uh, you want also five similar flavors. For example, if you're cooking something that has a citrus flavor, say uh, tuna with lemon sauce, uh, maybe you want to try a Sauvignon Blanc because a lot of Sauvignon Blancs have a very citrusy flavor to them and it'll go well with that tuna and lemon sauce. Again, another thing to take into consideration, of course, is the sweetness of the dish. Uh, you've heard me many, many times say my favorite, all-time favorite with barbecue sauce is Malbec. And the reason for that is Malbec pairs very well with that hot sweet that you get in a barbecue sauce. You get the sweet flavor and then usually a little heat. And that goes so well with Malbec wine. So the sauce is very, very important. If it doesn't have sauce, pair it with the meat. As if you're having grilled chicken or grilled steak or grilled pork chops, just pair it with the meat. And that's things that are tough are uh, oriental food, chili. Yep, chili is kind of tough. I like to have a Zinfandel with chili. It just seems to be very good and positive. And usually I'll have an inexpensive Zinfandel, and I'll put a little chill on it when I'm having it with chili. It just seems to go very, very well. And again, my old standby, a Gary Bay Malbec, would go pretty well with chili, too. And again, a lot depends on the heat of the chili. Some people make chili so hot it takes the top of your head off. Others make a very bland, mild chili that they put cheese in. Uh, so that also is a factor when you're picking a wine to go with it. A good all-purpose wine to have with barbecue are Cabernets from Chile. They're a little softer than most of the Cabernets from other countries, and which makes them more accessible, in my opinion. And they're inexpensive, so they're a perfect picnic wine. You know, it would be woefully inappropriate 
in my opinion, to have a very, very expensive wine when you're having a picnic or grill outside. Usually when I think of picnic, I think of something that's totally portable, like cold chicken or cold meats or a loaf of bread, a jug of wine, and now that type of picnic. Barbecues, on the other hand, usually always have some cooked food in it that you're cooking on the barbecue. So you want to remember in wines, you always pair the wine with the food, not the other way around. Uh, Decide what you're going to have and then choose the wine. It's not done, really, to choose the wine and then do the food with it. You can do that, but again, the most appropriate way to do it is, uh, like I said, pair the wine with the food, not vice versa. Uh, You know, this week was Sauvignon Blanc week. Yesterday was Sauvignon Blanc Day. And that would be a fun thing to do on a, a Saturday afternoon on the deck. Get three or four bottles of Sauvignon Blanc and compare them. Uh, three that come to mind to me would be Silver Beach from New Zealand. It's a wonderful Sauvignon Blanc. Then Chateau Lumelot from Bordeaux. Again, uh, Sauvignon Blanc. And lastly, Calatera from Chile, Sauvignon Blanc. There you'd have three Sauvignon Blanc, totally different. Uh, the New Zealand one has a little of that uh, green pepper and citrusy flavor to it. The one from Bordeaux just cries for shellfish or lobster, Chateau Lumelot. And Calatera from Chile is soft and accessible. And there you're saluting Sauvignon Blanc Day, which was Friday. And you have three very interesting wines to taste and compare. And don't forget when we're talking about Sauvignon Blanc, the best Sauvignon Blanc, in my opinion, that's made in the world is made in the Loire Valley called Sancerre. It is a Sauvignon Blanc with a college education. It really is terrific. And, you know, when you're cooking out on the grill, uh, as I said, that chili Cabernet is a great one uh, to have with burgers on the grill. It's just accessible. And don't be afraid to chill that wine a little bit. Inexpensive red wines can be chilled a bit. I always espouse chilling Beaujolais, and I love Beaujolais for a picnic wine, etc. This time of year, if you take a picnic and everything is as I said, not cooked in a picnic, take that bottle of Beaujolais and pop it in the lake or the creek that's near your picnic place, leave it in that cold water for 20 minutes, take it out, it'll be just perfect temperature. So it's okay to have uh, a little chill on wines, particularly inexpensive wines. If you're having chicken wings, again, it'll depend on the uh, preparation. In other words, if you're having buffalo wings, you'd Choose an entirely different wine than if you were just having uh, grilled chicken wings. Same thing with pizza. Now, pizza, of course, a good pizza uh, is always good with Chianti. Chianti is a natural, and again, if you're having pizza, you don't want a very expensive Chianti, something that's accessible. There's one called Villa Cafaggio that I'm very fond of. That's about $15 a bottle. It's perfect with it. Shrimp. We talked about Silver Beach. If you're grilling shrimp at Silver Beach Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand, is perfect. Also, not too bad with it would be that Chateau Lumelot from Bordeaux. Another real perfect match to have with grilled shrimp. I, if you're doing nacho and chips, as say, in a little starter, 
Again, try a sparkling wine with it. You'll see exactly what I mean when I say sparkling wines are accessible, particularly cavas from Spain uh, are very modestly priced and not expensive. And sparkling wine from France, the same thing. If you're not buying a champagne, which is a specific district in France, the sparkling wines that are made Methodist champenoise in France are generally very, very good values. If you're having just some crunchy vegetables, how about having a rosé with that? Rosé's back in season. In fact, rosé never goes out of season. But as the weather warms up a bit, you'll find that your guests and your friends are going to like a little rosé. It's become more popular and more accessible, and there's good reason for that. They've never had better rosés. They've always made very good rosés, but today they really work at it. And whether your favorite is from Oregon or California or Provence in France, try a rosé with your picnic. It'll be just great. Uh, and as I said, chili is tough to do with that. A Zinfandel or a Malbec like that or Gary Bay are perfect. Uh, guacamole, Pinot Grigio, just seems to marry perfectly with anything with guacamole in it. That lemony, and they usually put a little hot Tabasco in the guacamole. Uh, it just seemed to balance so nicely with Pinot Grigio. Uh, La Gondola is one that I'm very fond of that's uh, really good. And uh, like I say, if you're doing any of these, the enjoyment of the whole thing is the wine marrying well with the food you're preparing and the food you're serving. Again, don't make it real complicated. Make it nice and easy. If you say you're having French onion soup, you know, there's a, a dish that almost anything will go well with. Uh, we talked about Sauvignon Blanc because yesterday was Sauvignon Blanc Day. A Sauvignon Blanc isn't really too bad to have with French onion soup, although my favorite to have with it would be a little Cote de Rhone. And speaking of Cote de Rhone, don't overlook white Cote de Rhone. They are absolutely wonderful, especially when you're talking about people who don't particularly like Chardonnay. Serve them a well-made white Cote de Rhone, and believe me, you made an advocate of that wine forever. It's really very, very good and overlooked, and because it's good and overlooked, it's not very expensive. So white Cote de Rhone, you can buy for about $10 a bottle, and you'll be surprised all the enjoyment you'll get out of that $10 bill in a bottle of white Cote de Rhone. And you, you also want to think about folks that don't drink, have some cider or something uh, for them for your picnic. But I think if you think about it, with the weather warming up and everybody's probably cooking more at home, uh, it's fun to make the meal and then pair different wines with the meal. It really gives you a good idea of how wines and food marry together. And it'll also increase your knowledge about wine, which isn't a bad thing either. Uh, you know, the things like that are melted cheese, uh, that goes with almost any wine. Usually cheeses go better with red wines, but there are some white wines that pair very nicely with cheeses. For example, if you're having uh, that brie that's uh, cooked and then covered with Kahlua or Tia Maria, it's a coffee liqueur, which is very good and spread on a little crust of bread, and you have a wine with that. I kind of like a white buttery Chardonnay with that. It's pretty good. But you'll find that by pairing the food and the wine, you're going to learn a little bit more about food and spices 
and you're going to learn a whole lot more about wines. And the there are some really terrific wines out there. Ted Farrell once again has a six for 60 where he picked six different wines and married them with uh, for 60 bucks, married them the different types. There's a rosé, a chardonnay, a Cote de Rhone Blanc, incidentally, a Bordeaux red blend, a Calatera Cabernet from Chile, and a red Corbière from France, from the Midi. Corbière from France is really not to be overlooked. A great wine to have with stews and robust foods at this time of year. And, you know, the and, folks and Jack, the, yes. the, the folks at Haskell's will help you find that, correct? Indeed they will. You know, we have been doing this for 86 years through depressions, wars, etc. And Haskell's does deliver, and we deliver all the time. So let us deliver to you. We'll call and tell us what you're going to fix. They'll pick a wine to go with it, and they'll deliver it right to your doorstep. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior, Faribault. There's a super seller up in Maple Grove. Uh, Haskell's in downtown Minneapolis with free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's Haskell's in Minnetonka, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com and do all your shopping right there. Outstanding, Jack. Have a great day. Thank you, Steve. There he is, Jack Farrell, in our weekly wine chat, right here on News Talk, 830 WCCO.